a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. And welcome back, everybody, to the I Don't Know Dude Podcast. It is going to be... Pretty pretty cool show because it's just me and my boy Miguel. Ho ho ho, motherfuckers! I'm back. Yeah, um, dude, we uh, actually had a a glitch in the matrix, and we recorded a couple of shows with a couple of friends, and somehow, some way, I messed it up, and we haven't <laughs> released a podcast in a while. Don't blame yourself, yeah. <laughs> because we had two episodes on deck, and somehow it recorded all wrong. I was so bummed about that, dude. You know, it's all about self forgiveness. Let it just let it go, man. We're here right now. Let's let's give them something good. Yeah, we had we had a um, tis a season of forgiveness. It's also um, we have a very special little episode because we're going to talk about Santa and his origins and its ties to magic mushrooms. Um, we had a mushroom podcast on here before, and people loved it. And I guess all you guys out there are really interested in mushrooms. So um, we are going to bring that back. And we're going to, you know, in the spirit of uh, St. Nick, we're going to tell you guys how kind of like St. Nick and all that came together. Yeah, but it's also like St. Nah. St. <laughs> <laughs> <Saint> Meh. Because <laughs> that's not, I mean, you know, who knows really what is the truth. But, you know, we've we've done some some research on this. And I, and I think it sounds like there's some founded... Um, ideas, yeah. Um, in the in the notion that Santa Claus is derived from magic mushrooms, yeah. And and let's first off and start off. We're not trying to like, we're not trying to like rag on people's religions here and say like Christianity's Good fake. Call. We're not saying you know, no. You know, we're not we're not denouncing anybody else's religion here. That's a that's all your deal. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we're just discussing an idea of a possibility. With that being shit, Santa Claus is a crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, uh. With that being said, uh, uh, we're going to drop some pretty mind-blowing... Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. It's It kind of makes you go, hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I was blown away. When I first... I read this article. I read this types of findings. Um, I've caught it on like Netflix and one of the mushroom shows. I caught it on a few articles on Instagram and... Um, like we've, this is not the first time we've yeah, both no, heard, it's heard not, this. It's not baseless. It's not completely out of left field. When you approached me for the idea, for the topic of this podcast, I was like, huh, like that's a good topic. Cause I've definitely yeah. heard of it before and I'm sure other people have too. Yeah. Um, and I, let's just dive right in. Right. I guess the idea is that, uh, Santa Claus is derived from an ancient practice, um, in the Siberian area where shamans would deliver dried psychedelic mushrooms to the people in the village um, on the winter solstice. Yeah, and which is which was actually recording this, this is yesterday, which is days away from, you know, the technical Christmas. Uh, Christmas. And like back in the day, if you thought about it, people didn't really know the exact, like the perfect date of the exact winter solstice so just to them their measurements they kind of give or take a few days that's why the winter solstice does it sometime land land exactly on christmas i'm not sure the solstice is the 21st 
every yeah. year, yeah. December 21st. Okay. And then Jesus's birthday, apparently, is uh, <laughs> the 25th. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I rose from the dead. I wasn't there, dude. I don't yeah, know. I wasn't there, dude. I don't know, dude. <sighs> um, so, uh, wait. Okay. So, I... I See, it's a, here's a little quote. Like, I'm going to go. It says, Santa, Santa is a modern counterpart of a shaman who consumed mind-altering plants and fungi to commune, uh, commune with the spirit world. Is that commune? C-O-M-M-U-N-E? Yeah, commune, yeah. Commu- commune with yeah. the spirit world. Um, and it says, here's eight ways hallucinogenic mushrooms explain the story of Santa and his reindeer. Right? Number one. <laughs> That's what I said. You want me to read it? Oh, yeah. Arctic shamans gave out mushrooms on the winter solstice. Just like I said. Yeah, just like we get shit in our socket. Like coal. Right. Presents. Right. Goodies. Right. So the shamans would find these mushrooms out in the wild. And they are, and if, you know, and this this is actually- They're red and white. Important to the story, they're red and white. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, when you're playing Mario Kart- and you're getting your ass whooped by somebody playing Yoshi, but your toadstool, it's the mushrooms that look like toadstool. They're red and white, right? And they and so that's where Santa's. Yeah. How, you know, how do you say that word? How do you say it? The Anamita Anamaria Mescoria. See, that's like the that's the I did not say it right. I don't know, but that's like your that's like the Spanish twang yeah, you got on there. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Amanita muscaria. Ooh. When you right. say it like that, it sounds like so mysterious. You can take your clothes off right now if you want to, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Someone listening to this is. Works every time. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, uh, the mushrooms are red and white. And that's where Santa's, you know, suit comes from, that color scheme. But the, the shaman would go and collect mushrooms that were this color, the red and the white. They would dry them out. And they would go and deliver them to the huts of the people in the village, um, and because of the time of year in in the you know Siberian landscape, it was all you know snowy and you know, high packed with snow. So the doors of the huts would be covered in snow. So in order to get to the people inside the huts, the shaman would have to come in through the top of the hut, through the chimney, the chimney, yeah, and deliver them the gifts of the mushrooms. Yeah, and these are like. That's that's a crazy. That's a, I love these little connections. It's like okay, well, the weather was makes sense. The um the delivery of these of these shamans makes sense. Um, right. The 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 hallucinogenic, you know, facts of that where it's like if you're already tripping and you see some guy coming down your down your chimney, you're gonna freak out a little Dude, bit. Dude, we haven't even got to flying reindeer yet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, and uh, and. Like I said, th- these aren't like we're not like obviously like Harvard liter- literature specialist. Speak for yourself. Yeah, but we are. We we're just kind of like regurgitating this information from like a, a bevy of different articles we found. But this is right. kind of one of the best one, and uh, and it's it's just so wild to think that everything has an origin, yes. whether whether we like it or not. Yes, and it had to start somewhere. You know, it just didn't like pop up. It's not like some there's some shaman down in South Africa, and then there's another, uh, you know, one in Australia, another one in South America. You know right. what I mean? Well, and every culture has a different Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Like ours is old and fat. Yeah. And then there's like the Santa Clauses in Europe are kind of 
more slender, yeah. like a more like grisly look. Did you ever go to the Delamo Mall where they had the loop of all the different yes. Santas yes. in around the world? Yes. You remember that? That was awesome. There was like 22 different Santas yeah, in a yeah, huge yeah. circle. Yeah. And it, and it like was- Like the Santa Claus from Sweden yeah, or the yeah. Santa Claus from Brazil or but whatever. I do, yeah. If I do remember correctly, the Santa Claus from German Germany is the oldest one. And, and he's right, gnarly looking. He's and, scary looking. And isn't that kind of close to the Siberian? It's up there. It's up yeah, there. It's yeah, in yeah. Northern Europe. Yeah. And kind of like the whole Siberian tradition is kind of like- I think the more, like the Norwegian- more Russian, The Norwegian, Norwegian Santas would probably yeah. be the ones that would- Yeah. Yeah. Wild. It's crazy. But they're all different, right? It's like- um, oh, yeah, If you guys have a three-year-old listening to this podcast right now, please turn it off because we're about to blow their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Cover their ears. If you have spoiler a three-year-old, don't tell them to listen to us. Yeah, a little spoiler alert here. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so I, I want to do number two. You do number two. Number two, mushrooms, like gifts, are found beneath pine trees, mm-hmm. of which we all chop down and put in our homes exactly. every single year. Exactly. So the mushrooms grow, the red and white mushrooms grow exclusively underneath pine trees, so they look like the presents that we hold underneath our Christmas trees inside our house. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it says, um, Dude, we should just stop right now. Cause my mind's blown. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> right. right. Here we go. Uh, it says that's so then the sentence, it says, according to several historians and ethnomycologists, um, or people who study fungi influence on human societies. Uh, of course, not all science agree with the Santa story is tied to the hallucinogen, but the mushrooms of mankind book says, um that let also me, let me that, let me stop you right there yeah. dick because you know maybe it would be a good idea for the parents with the 3 year old to actually have them tune in cuz they wouldn't even have to go to school anymore right yeah. they could just <laughs> learn everything they fucking need right here yeah just, you just, just said you just said enthomycologist and you don't you didn't even know what it means i don't even know what it means but it means it means a study of fungi somebody's the study the study of fungi yeah yeah and what's what's crazy is that like there's there's people out there that do that it's all they do is study this shit <laughs> you know i bet they're awesome so it says why do people bring pine trees in their houses at a winter solstice placing uh placing brightly colored red and white packages under the under the under their Right, under their Christmas tree. As gifts to show their love for each other. He, right. wrote, he goes, it is because underneath the pine boff is, is the exact location where to find the most sacred substance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And dude, when I was a kid, like those presents under the tree were sacred. Totally. Until, until the day of. Don't touch them. Right. Don't open them. Don't look at them. Like shake them. Yeah, yeah, like shake them. Trying to figure like, out what it is. Dude, what is yeah. this? Wow. Dude, I had, but I had to know. Did you? Okay, okay, let's talk about that. So, like, you know, you're a kid, and the excitement of Christmas is building, and some of the presents are under the tree. Obviously, not Santa's, but dude, would you like open them up and like? Try nah, to pull it? come on, you nah, didn't. I, I never opened up. I did for sure. The, the moment, the the moment I did find out Santa wasn't real. Yeah, was when it was. I I was looking in the trunk of my parents' Volvo. Oh shit! That's and, where they hit it, and they opened it up. And it was a, and it was a, it was a Nintendo system, brand spanking new, with a power pad. It was a big old box. Yeah. With the Duck Hunt power pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember combo. that one. Oh, I remember the power pad, dude. Where you step on it. I opened up the trunk. Yeah. And I was like, I like, pretty much shit my pants, and then closed it right away. And was like, 
Like, I'm not, like I knew I wasn't supposed to see that. Like yeah. it was like back then that was like a four hundred dollar item in nineteen ninety. Had you written your wish list to Santa already and was that on see, it? See, I didn't really write a wish list. I just kinda like verbalized what I wanted and kinda like was like, Hey, I was at my friend's house and he had this and I really liked it. So you didn't do the whole thing where you leave out milk and cookies for Santa? I did leave out milk and cookies and carrots for the reindeer. Okay. But I didn't do the list thing. I felt like a greedy kid saying, I want this, I want that. Sure. I kinda always like um like the hint. Okay. You know, and kind of like make it more mysterious, you know, yeah. like if it's coming through. But uh, so then Christmas, it was Christmas was like two days later and I went downstairs. I saw the same size box and it said from Santa Claus. Oh, and like uh, my heart dropped and I opened it and I immediately forgot. <laughs> 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 I like, Wait, but that, so, but you didn't put two and two together. That- well, I put two and two together that yeah. I immediately knew it was and right. didn't give a flying Fudgical for the for the rest of my life. How how old were you? Would you guess mm-hmm. nine, nine, ten ish? So I think I mean I don't. But remember. like I did, I like believe, but I didn't. But I like that's old, proof. dude. That's old. No, no, but because kids are assholes, and they'll and they'll tell you oh, when, when you did know Nintendo I mean? come out, like ninety nine. Fuck no, way earlier than that. I mean, dude. I mean uh, eighty nine. But even earlier than that. Oh, yeah, 87. It had to be see, like 80. I was probably seven or eight then. Six or 87. I was like seven or eight. Yeah. I remember getting like, <laughs> wow. Like a, I, remember, <laughs> I remember getting like a Genesis in like 92. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had his Genesis too. But I was always like the guys with Super Nintendo. I was like, oh, I kind of want Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. But Nintendo 1 was awesome. Yeah. I wish I could play Mario 3. I have that all hooked up right do over you here, do? brother. Cool. We'll play afterwards. Yeah. Tetris Attack nice. on Super Nintendo. Nice. Um, so that's when I've lost all faith in humanity, but then I didn't. Well, dude, I got like some kids when I was like six or seven, like, you know, like some kid's older brother tells them, oh, hey, Santa's not Oh, real. yeah, I'm that dick friend. And then they tell you, right? And I had to like go home and I'm like, dad, you'd never lie to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucked me up forever. Now look at us. I think we're doing great. We're doing good. Um... What's next on the list? Uh, reindeer were shaman spirit animals. Uh, I'm going to read the quote. It says, at first glance, one thinks is ridiculous, but it's not. A professor at the classics of Boston University. Real people here, people. Uh, whoever heard of reindeer flying? I think it's becoming general knowledge that S- Santa is taking a trip with his reindeer. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, but the reindeer, you know, were utilized by the shaman in some way, whether, to, you know... Just to help them pull shit around or whatever, but that- this is a Har- Harvard University biologist who studied fungi suggests that Siberian tribesmen who ingested fly agaric uh, may Rope. have hallucinated <laughs> that the grazing reindeer were flying. Uh, you need to you need to stop trying to read the words, dude. I know that's guys got power through them. <laughs> Amongst the Siberian shamans, you have an animal spirit you can journey with in your vision quest. Uh, and reindeer are common and familiar in people in eastern Siberia. So, I mean, there's, a, there's another commonality um, with, uh, you know, with the whole narrative that we're telling, right? That this is all things that occurred in the Siberian area. Reindeer are, um, you know, I've found probably exclusively there, if not very few other places, and, um, you know, it just, it just lends to the believability of this whole concept that Santa was derived by shamans who deliver mushrooms to yeah. the villagers. <laughs> it's like, 
we're I, we're sounding like we're kind of repeating yourself a little bit, but like guys, this is like this this is just number three on the list. I think yeah. we have eight more, uh, four five more, more, five more to go. Yeah, there's more, dude. Um, so, um, I, I, pa- I don't know what my password is. So I get you the Wi-Fi. So, um, yeah, you and you're gonna have to help me out because I lost the page. Oh, it's okay. Okay, number four: shamans dressed like Santa Claus. That's number four. It says these shamans also have a tradition of dressing up like, like, like the mushroom. They dress up in red suits with white spots. I didn't know that. That's wild. Dude, I want to dress like that. You can. It's called. You can just you know be a Santa Claus at the fucking. Mall. No, no, no. But like with the dots and shit. Like oh, like, like dots. polka dots. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Like a red suit with big like white polka dots. Huh. I'm, I'm gonna find that somewhere. I'm wild. gonna find that for sure. Um. Well, what's crazy is that like we have this crazy conception of Christmas, like everybody just gets presents and everybody just shops and everybody sings Christmas carols and it's all around Jesus and dying and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we're just like the Easter bunny. We're like, where did the Easter bunny come from? Like, who, like where did this guy come from? Hold on to that. That's another podcast. That, that guy came from mushrooms as well. We'll smash everybody's dreams about the Easter bunny too. Yeah. Well, so, so I remember being a kid and, and, and my, I was like forced to go to church I was like, okay, so what does this have to do with, with a dude in a suit with flying reindeer and all this stuff? And I'd read all these books, all these little, all these little kids' books, and, and I'd be like, end of the story. But for some reason, like, it, it took away from being in the real, like, Jesus story. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the story of, of Christ and Christmas or whatever you want to call it. And, and I never really got in, I, I was so focused on Santa Claus. I made me like think religion was bullshit and thought Santa was real. Right. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a good boy. But now they hold it above her head, like the elf on the shelf and the minch on the bench, you know. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 I fucking fell for it. Well, dude. Okay, so you like you did say something about the, you know, the overall modern theme of Christmas of of the you know the Christian aspect of it. Um, and that's nothing to do with Santa. Well, it, but it sure it does because it, it's real to a lot of people. Um, but I think what is important, and I've noticed this this year because of COVID and we haven't been able to have the holiday gatherings and the parties and all that stuff that I love the holiday season. It it is one of my favorite times. I hate it and love it. I fucking love it, dude. Everything about it. Um, and I've felt like some of the joy of the season has been removed because we haven't been able to go to the holiday parties, right? To be around the people and, and, and yeah, we didn't even decorate and yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, we're also remodeling our house, but, but the, but the spirit is removed, right? There's a lot of spirits been removed, right? Like a big chunk. Yeah. I mean, you can't like, I, like I did, a, I, I'll do a Christmas tree. If there's a fucking nuclear bomb, I'll fucking put up a Christmas tree. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but like, I like I've noticed I'm like fuck like why am I not enjoying this so much it's because we aren't able to connect with the people that we normally do and that's what it's all about that's what it's all about that's what it's all about thank you yeah that's right and and Christmas even like my sister's so freaked out about COVID she won't even let me see her kids yeah I mean she's like you hang out with too many people I'm like well I had it back in June I'm 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 uh, have the antibodies right I'm the the least the, safest. The, yeah. le- the least person you should worry about ever because 
because you only usually um everybody's gonna start getting mad at me right now but you're only usually contagious you know when you are um when you're uh, like just contracted the virus and and you start you know start producing those those virus cells over and over and right, right, right. they're flying out of your nose and right but there's like the touch the surface thing of another surface like that dies immediately. It's not just in my body. I might usually get it from one person talking to another or right. like just close, like how, close, how we are close now. contact. Yeah, yeah. Not like from a. Well, we're six feet apart. Yeah. Well, ish. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm, I'm like, come on, people, like, like we're gonna see my family and stuff, and like you know, I don't want them to get it and everything. But then again, it's like, like you can't stop the world for something that eighty percent of people over eighty die from, dude. You know what I mean? But the, like, but the fucking world stopped. It stopped. Everywhere. But, but what I'm starting to hear that's starting to piss me off a little bit is that like, okay, the vaccine's coming out. Okay, cool. You have your vaccine card. You should be able to go inside a restaurant and eat normally. Like, sure. But what, they're, what people are saying now and the whole heavy, heavy radical left is saying is like, hey, we still need, not like obviously right now, but like it's like okay, after everybody's vaccinated, we still have to be super careful. It's like no, we get to go back to our fucking lives totally, and 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 that's what the vaccine is for. So if you think the vaccine and having antibodies doesn't work, and and that's what the vaccine does, then cool, you can wear a mask for the rest of your life. That's a good point. You can do your thing. I want my card so I can ha- I can have my live my life yeah. normally card, right? And I and I've pretty much been doing it. You know, I've been hanging out. We've been doing secret little parties here and there. Sure. And no one's gotten sick, right. you know what I mean? Not that I know of, but yeah. amongst my small group of people that I've been seeing, amongst our circle, we've all gotten it. We all just hang out normal, you know. We don't, and then we don't go see our parents like four hours later, right. you know. And so I don't know. That's a side comment, but like I just miss seeing family and Christmas and that's, decorating and all the parties. Like I usually DJ like eight different Christmas parties right? in December. I DJed zero. Yeah. I've been DJed since February, right? And it's just, it's insane, but. I, so, just, I just need to take some mushrooms on Christmas and call it a day. <laughs> it apparently Imagine takes care of that. everything. Yeah, right? Imagine, you know, like, okay, did you, my dad used to do this thing where he used to take like an old boot and like, and like set it on the fireplace and then spray that white, that white thing. So, so, so there was like, like outline, outlines of boots and it'd be white around it. But yeah. oh, I'll be Santa King, Santa yeah. King. And that's cool. I that's wanna a good see, idea. I want to see my nieces and nephews. I want to see their their eyes light the fuck up. Yeah, dude. You know? And also, too, though, I love getting them the most annoying gift ever that would piss off my mom, like my sister. What? Wait, go ahead. Like, like, I got my 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 nephew uh, last year one of those like Jurassic, Jurassic Park heads that he puts on every time he opens his, opens his mouth. Oh. He goes, Row. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the, uh, like the Chewbacca one? Yeah. Yeah. And just and like you know we got, and the kid fucking I, loved it. My parents got my got our youngest niece, my youngest niece, a, a, a little mini grand piano, like a little tiny one, and just smash all day. You're such a dick. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> good uncle though. Um. So what's number five? Number can you, five. Can you read that last word? I can. All right. Good. Mushrooms abound in Christmas. Iconot iconogra- iconography. <laughs> Fuck. It sounded so good, guys. You. You wouldn't be able to read this either if you're listening to this. And you're Icon- iconography. 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 Yeah, yeah. So basically what that means is uh, you hang mushrooms on your tree. Yeah, okay. But it, says, it says tree, no, tree ornaments. Like the ornaments look like mushrooms. Yeah, little yeah it, says, it says tree ornaments shaped like Amanita mushrooms and other depictions of the fungi are also prevalent in Christmas decorations throughout the world, particularly in the Scandinavian and Northern, Northern Europe. Uh, 
uh, Fister pointed out that said, Fister made it clear that the connection between modern day Christmas and ancestral practicing of eating mushrooms is a, co- is a coincidence and he doesn't know about the direct link. Well, that, just that says of, fucking nothing. Yeah, it says but, nothing. But Fister, though. Yeah. That's a hell of a last name. What if his first name is Richard? Dick, Dick Fister. Fister. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Fuck, my name's Richard. <laughs> Thank God I have like a, nor- like a weird, weird last name. Well, you could be like, then you could do like a DJ side project to be like DJ Dick Fister. <laughs> Done. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God. It would be like, like your lounge shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer resembles a bright red mushroom. The nose. The nose. Is the Amanita mushroom. Yeah. All right, it says... Amanita mushroom. Um, I guess... So his, his nose looks exactly like a red mushroom. Um, and the point being that the flying reindeer that leads all the other reindeer has the mushroom icon on his nose. Wild. So he, he ate the mushroom and all the other motherfuckers fly. Yeah. And that's how, that's how Santa happens. Gosh, that explains everything. Yeah, <laughs> boom! I started like went like explosion, uh, <laughs> like, I, like I wish I knew about this younger. I feel do, like I, do you? No, kind of yes, but like I feel like I just found this out like five years ago. Not yeah. like not like when I was like sixteen. But it makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. All right, what is number seven? It says, a visit from St. Nicholas may have borrowed from shaman rituals. So, so that we said earlier, it says, uh, many of the modern details of modern-day American Santa Claus came from the 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, which later became famous as Twas the Night Before Christmas. The poem is credited to Clement Clark Moore, an aristocrat academic who lived in New York City. The origins of Moore's visions are unclear, although Arthur... Rush and Ruck all think that poet that the poet probably drew from Northern motives that derive from Siberian and Arctic shaman traditions. At the very least, Arthur wrote, Santa's sleigh and reindeer are probably references to various related Northern European mythology. For example, the Norse god Thor, known as a Ger- Nor- known in German as Donner, flew in a chariot drawn by two goats, which have been replaced by the modern retelling by Santa's reindeer. There you go. That's wild. So Thor's name in German is Donner. Oh, Donner. Like the reindeer. Yeah. yeah. Donner. That's uh, awesome. Vixen and Blitzen. And, yeah. 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 Well, Vixen got blitzed in by right. taking too much missions. Right. And then got fisted. Yeah. By Fister. Right. Because that's what he does. Oh, St. Nictor. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That was, that was almost close to a fucking full blown. <laughs> I almost got fine there. I was trying to say Old St. Nicholas, but it came out like Knickerbockers. You know? Nickster. <laughs> Nickster. Old, old St. Nickster. Old Nickster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then, um, so Thor flies around in a, in a chariot pulled by goats. It's kind of look like reindeer. Weird. You know? I've never seen a flying goat. It says, Other historians were unaware of the connection between Santa and shamans or magic mushrooms, including Stephen Nishenbaum, who wrote a book about the oranges of Christmas traditions. And... Um, let's see here. They're contacted by Live Science. Is this Santa? Oh, wait, well, I, I don't know. So I just can move on to number eight. Number eight. Santa is from the Arctic. The Arctic. 
Arctic. Santa's from the Arctic. It's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> it says, one historian, Ronald Hutton, told NPR that the theory of mushrooms, uh, mushroom-Santa connection is flawed. If you, if you look at the evidence of Siberian shamanism, which I've done, you'll find that shamans didn't travel by sleigh. They didn't, they didn't usually deal with reindeer spirits, but very rarely took the mushrooms to get trances. Didn't have red and white clothes. Like that just fucking negates our whole fucking hold podcast. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Find that sh- shamans didn't travel by sleigh, didn't usually deal with reindeer spirits, very rarely took mushrooms to get trances, and didn't have red and white. Who is this guy? Hutton. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's not Fister. No. And, and then the next paragraph, it says, say, it says... It says they disagree, saying shamans did deal with reindeer spirits and the ingestion of mushrooms is well, is well documented. Siberian shamans did wear red deer pelts, but the coloring of Santa's garb is mainly meant to mirror the coloring of, of the mushrooms. Um, as for sleighs, the point isn't the exact mode of travel, but that the trip involves transportation to a different celestial realm. The trip. Yeah. Mushroom trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes people would also drink the urine of the shaman or the reindeer, as a hallucinogenic compounds, are excreted this way. Yeah, it might drop. Uh, with some of the harmful chemicals present in the fungi, uh, which are broken down by the shaman or the reindeer. I've heard of people, like, drinking their own pee to get high again. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Done. Right. Boom. Connection. Is like, Santa Claus. Inconceivable. Right. And that'll do it for our podcast tonight, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People who know about shamanism accept this story. If, if, is there any other reason that Santa lives in the North Pole? It is a tradition that can be tracked back to Siberia. Right. Which is pretty close. But like people, like they don't want really to be able to find him. It's like, oh, I'm going to go find Santa. I'm going to go. F-, and people are like, nah, he's on the North Pole. Good luck. Yeah. I'm well, not going to go get him. His, his address is one Santa Claus Lane, North Pole. One Siberian Lane. Ooh. Yeah. There you go, three-year-old kids. Go find Santa now. <sighs> send, him a, send him a letter. Yeah, send him a letter. Send him a letter. One Santa Claus Lane, Siberian Lane, <laughs> North Pole. Did you ever write a Santa Claus letter California. before? California. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I did the whole milk and cookies like wish list when I was like really, really little. Yeah. When I started to get older, I was like, I don't know what I want for Christmas. I had to like watch commercials to like figure out what I wanted. See, I think my... <laughs> My parents just don't give me anything anymore. It's like not even fun. Yeah. I'm like over it. Yeah. I don't like, but but it's, all, the, it's about the kids, right? It's all about the kids, dude. Yeah. It's all about the kids. Yeah. And like, I just like, I, I want to have kids someday. It's going to be awesome. Um, sure. I'm definitely going to ride this, ride this wheel, ride this Santa story till the wheels fall off. Absolutely. But I, but I think I'm going to break into him with a nice little mushroom story. And give him mushrooms. Oh. Here, you're seven now. Yeah. <laughs> you have evolved this is this is life kid yeah <laughs> welcome to life and is and is and is slap him a bill for the for the for the gifts i yeah. give him yeah as an iou buddy now, now you're paying rent yeah <laughs> hey that that should be the rule of thumb as soon as your kids figure out santa isn't real that they have to pay rent give them mushrooms and pay rent yeah did you like do you have any you had siblings yeah no. Oh, I'm, no siblings. No, I'm an only child. I have a, I have an older stepsister and a younger half-brother. So did you ever experience a Christmas where like one of your, one of your no. siblings got like way more presents? No. No. I, I was really like, I got all the presents. Yeah. And if you know me, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Sport little bitch. Yeah, dude. I still get all the presents. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but like, uh, like, 
I remember like there's a there was a Christmas where like I really wanted something about it and realized it's like way out of my parents' realm. Yeah. But then my sister wanted something like she got what she wanted. It was like it was probably had to do with like a like a computer of some sorts, you know? Weird. Yeah. It's just like nerd shit. Or like I remember I wanted there's a couple where like I really liked it, but I just remember like being disappointed to see my sister what she got. I was like, oh, like and then I remember like there's a couple um uh, a couple of Christmas mornings where I was like sad, but then there's other Christmas mornings where I was like elated. Yeah. And then um, I always say, I was just saying like Christmas Eve is always better than Christmas Day because the anticipation of of getting those gifts yeah. is so much more better because I can show you the, the most depressed people are on Christmas <clears throat> Day night when they feel like they didn't get the things they were expecting. Yeah. Or the letdown, the letdown, like, or like when I see my nephew open up, open up a present, he rips it open, hucks it over his shoulder and goes straight to the next. I'm like, why did I even buy that for you? So, so I, I never had the, uh, Christmas morning celebration because Latin cultures celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. So, oh. so like, it's like a dear, dear, well, Merry Christmas. Uh, well, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know why exactly, but. So like my dad would tell me like when he was a kid that they would go to bed early on Christmas Eve and then the parents would like, you know, bring all Santa's gifts out and put them by the tree. And then the parents would wake the kids up at night. Ooh, that's kind of cool. And be like, Santa came, Santa came. And the kids would come out and they'd open their gifts, whatever. I don't know who knows what time it was, 10, 11, whatever. Oh, dude, and you got to go back to bed? Like that. Or not, yeah. Like, I'm going to put some batteries in my new remote control totally. car, dude, and go outside. It's totally. Like, I mean, like, one at night, and everybody else is like, dude, what's going on next door? Right. <laughs> they're just all like, raging. Shut up. And just like, yeah. what? Santa game in their house? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well. I used to, my parents, I, like, I remember I used to wake up way too early on Christmas Day. <laughs> and me and my sisters just set up games to play Christmas morning, waiting for my parents to wake up. Oh they're, like, don't, they're like, don't wake us up before 8 a.m. Right and the guests like and the guests are all there. The guests are all there. We kind of knew her there. We can kind of just, just kind of got the vibe that they're there. Yeah, and or like we'd sneak down and peek through. Well, like, there the had stairs. to be more than there were the night before. Well, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, and then I'd kind of sneak and be like, oh, I did it. Like, don't sneak. My sister be like, don't. I'd be like, oh, I gotta like see, you know. And <laughs> right. then, and yeah. then go back in the room and like we'll play like Kerplunk or like Candy Cane Lane. And then if they woke up, like, oh, mom's up. And then, and then we go like, oh, and then dad and mom would like just take their sweet ass time to like get their coffee. Dude, your parents had a strong pimp hand. To, oh, strong to, pimp hand. To make you guys contain your inci- excitement on Christmas morning and not wake them up. For- well, we had like a two-story house where like you had to go down and around the stairs and into the living room where you couldn't really see it from upstairs. Still. Like, you kind of you like the, around the corner in the living room. And if you got to the bottom of the stairs and peek through, like you can see. The amount of stoke for a kid on Christmas morning is uncontainable. I can't believe you guys didn't. And that's how we set up. Like, ga- jump in the back of mom, dad, Santa games, Santa well, games. Well, we set up, we set, because I think a couple, a couple Christmases before I got that strong ass pimp hand. That I, woke, I woke him up a little too early. Never did it again. Never did it again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and, and then like you start sifting through your shit and you always got to go stocking first. Yep. And then sometimes it's like my pop mom would throw like a lotto ticket in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, let's let's talk about that. What is a good stocking stuffer gift? Um 
Well, you guys can go to rpphotography.com and get, <laughs> pick up a gift from Richard's website. Like a little, like a two by two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like two inch two by, by two, two inch? Two. Like a mini, like um, my mom put like Manhattan can- Pier. My mom put like cool candies. Yeah. Um, like Lottery tickets are cool. Maybe like a playing card set. Yeah. Maybe some like colored pencils. Um, Fuck. I don't know. Well, what was in what was in your stock, dude? I don't. I can't even remember. It was like candy and just like little shit. Maybe like a toy car. I don't know. Yeah, like a little Hot Wheel. Yeah. And then uh, I've been out of wait till my mom, dad opened there. I'm like, wow, yours are full too. I'm like, this is weird. Engagement ring would be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. For right. All, for all for all the guys thinking about popping the question out there. Yeah. Drop a little box in the in the yeah in the stocking. Yeah. Like, why are there any Christmas presents in the trees? Because I spent all my fucking morning on this Christmas stocking. You know, <laughs> you know, the rest Sandy. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Declan. <laughs> Sandy and Declan. Yeah, yeah, and their child Brecklin. <laughs> Perfect little family. Yeah. God. Um, and then, and then, like, I was like, oh, look at my mom. My my parents are full. Like, of course, I've seen it filled theirs up. Like it was, to- the, it's it was totally Santa because right. like my parents wouldn't fill their own stocking stuff. Right, right. And then, um, and then you have to move on to the big gifts. And you, my, the parents always put the big old one like close to the tree, so you couldn't even get there. And uh, I don't know. I grew up like pretty decent middle class. I wasn't like a poor kid. Yeah. And like my my parents would some Christmases were like. You couldn't walk in the living room, and right. the other Christmases were like, "All right, you got the Nintendo, and there's a bunch of other little things." Yeah, yeah. But I kind of always got what I wanted. For but sure. Then my dad always got what he wanted too. One time, it was like an old Macintosh Power PC Mac. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> one, one year, you got a drum set. There was like there was your like, dad got a drum set. Yeah, there was like eight different huge boxes. I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" What did he get? I was like, "I thought I was like, what did I get?" And he was like, "Oh, this one's for my dad." Next one, oh, this one's for my dad. <laughs> And he started You're opening up. up all the big ones. Dude, it was a full drum set. Full. Full on thing. I was like, oh, these are heavy. These are big. So like, is he a drummer? No, I started drumming. I, he was. So he, you know, he, he drummed, but I played it more. Right. And then he kind of like, my uncles would jam and they would do like some weird like Super Bowl jam thing. And then like their friends would come in and jam. And my, <laughs> sorry, not to talk shit about my dad, but like <laughs> he didn't play enough. So like. He, so the guy who was like a drummer of of like my uncle's friend would come in. Would was, use the kit. Would be lose, use the kit. I'm like, damn, that's how you play. Yeah. You know, and then I'd practice the like Nirvana smells like team spirit and the headphones. Can you do it? Can you drum? I can drum, yeah. You can keep a beat? I'm really good. It's so fucking I'm not, hard. I'm not really good, but I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll go to I'll go to the guitar center and pop off a little bit. Show them. I'll go, go to my friend's place and pop off. Drummers, dude, are a special breed of human being. I don't I can't fucking do it. It's a lot of muscle memory. Yeah. It's a lot of muscle memory. Yeah. I guess, yeah, practice. What was it? Okay. What's the most memorable Christmas gift you ever gotten? Like, you know what I mean? Like the yeah, one yeah. that was like, I didn't think like, so, that, was gonna be, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. So I had to be, I don't know, 12 maybe. So way past the time of where I knew like Santa was real. And, um, and that's when you start milking. You're like, all right, Santa's not real, but like, you know what? I'm still, gonna I'm gonna need that that, that Neo Geo. So you know, <laughs> so my, I started opening all these gifts, and it was like a beanie and like some snowboarding gloves and shit like that. <laughs> oh shit! Right, they, and I'm like, you started getting all freaked out. You're like, but it was no, it was still cool. It was like, like, it was, like why do I need snowboarding? It, it was cool stuff. And why like, why do I need a beanie? And then so we had like a uh, 
so we were in the living room, obviously, like around the Christmas tree. And we had a, uh, like a coat closet, like any, you know, regular home, like right yeah. by the front door. And um, the coat closet's door handle had been off for fucking, I don't even know how long. I just, I'm just remembering this now. <laughs> so it's busted it's all, it off? It's all coming back to me. No, yeah, I, yeah, I don't even, awesome. yeah, I don't even know what happened, like, or why the thing wasn't there. Um, so the door wouldn't close. And my parents bought me a snowboard and they hid it in the coat closet and I'm opening Sneaky. up all these other gifts, and I don't know how they planned on like. Yeah, you're like, oh, so, a beanie, so, uh-huh. right? And you're like, oh, gloves. What, what, what's that? And you're like, oh, a screwdriver. And then, <laughs> and then the the snowboard fell out of the coat closet with no door handle. When and then, like, while I was opening all the other gifts. Oh, so, like, did you have some sort of like device in there? No, it just it just fucking fell. And you're like, and it and and it just <laughs> <laughs> it just goes boom. And I look back behind me. And there was a snowboard that just fell out of the like the closet, and they were like, "Well, like you know, we were going to surprise you, but here's a snowboard." Wait, so was it in there for like weeks? I don't. And then all of a sudden, no, just so happened, no. old Saint Nick was ha- they, hanging out they, there. And they must have had it stashed somewhere, or maybe like bought it that day, and then just <laughs> and then stashed it in there. But like <laughs> it ruined their surprise. It just like it fell, and it was this big loud loud sound. I turned around, it was a snowboard, and I was like, "You're like, yeah, yeah, that was awesome, sick surprise, dude." I remember, um, I remember Christmas, um, I started getting into rollerblading a lot. You remember rollerblading? Dork. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't remember I'm saying like, I would have rollerblades and no, all of a sudden I, like I roller hockey became cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, dude, hockey is an expensive sport. Sure. Like. The, the, like the pads and the. But like, if you just wanted like the ball and like the stick and the rollerblades. In the back, or in the driveway. In the driveway, like yeah. in the cold driveway. And it was, um. And then like my neighbors getting to it, and I was like, "Oh fuck, Christmas time!" And I was like all stoked, and and uh, I remember watching like Mighty Ducks, and I was like, "Oh Goldberg the goalie!" Yes. And I always kind of wanted a goal. You wanted to be Goldberg and not Charlie. Well, I kind I really like being like the dude with all the pads on. Okay, you know. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> pussy ass kid, dude. Like it's <laughs> pad me up. Yeah. I didn't want to take a real puck. I never wanted to take a real puck. I always wanted that big soft orange ball. Yeah, I remember those. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and like, I remember, so I was like, oh, I want, I'll make sure I want to get my fucking, my rollerblades, dude. Got new wheels. What kind of rollerblades did you have? You remember? Um, they were like rollerblade the brand. Like, I don't know. Like, um, I like, I was rollerblade. Yeah, rollerblade. Rollerblade. They had like Tetras and they had, um, what else did they have? That's all I can remember. The beta wheels. But then I remember I got my stick. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I got my stick. And then the box with like the goal. But then I didn't get the goal pads. I think all that shit, it wasn't crazy. But I remember like I got the whole rig. Yeah. It was like the PVC pipe. Um, yeah. Net. And then I was invited all my friends over. And, and I like, got a full on Wayne's World set up in yeah. the street. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Oh, Wayne's World car. Yeah, yeah. Game on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all my friends would just be in the street. I was in the street so much as a kid. Yeah, like in yeah, pe- dude, in people's on people's fences in totally. people's trees. I built like a crazy treehouse, and to me, that looked like one of the biggest trees in my entire life. I, yeah. I drove back there like a, like a couple months ago and looked at that tree I would, like used to live in. Right, and they're like that thing's like small. Yeah, and then and then like we're always like skate skating, and and then one day you know like. The last time you ever went to your friend's house to ask him if you wanted to come out and play, you never knew that was the last day. Dude, I uh, I drove I drove past the house that I grew up in or the block that I grew up on the other day, and like 
you know, like there was like, I don't know, like four kids that I would hang out with all the time on the same block. And they were, we were all similar in age. And like some of the houses were there, but like some of the houses were old, like original, like yeah. 1950s South Bay houses that are now yeah. torn down. The two and a lot. So yeah, yeah but, I was on the two and a lot in, in North, North Redondo. Yeah. So I was in North Redondo too. And I remember like this one house had like this cool little, like kind of like a grassy, you know, bump coming up from the sidewalk that like went to like yeah. you know, a flat lawn. And I used to like ride my bike on like on the yeah. bump and everything, and like you knew every little every little bump everything, and jump. dude. Yeah, like but, I like, go around the block, I'm like that. I mean, here comes a big one. I don't think kids like go outside enough anymore. Oh, I remember a big Christmas present: a Dino VFR. I got one too. Yeah, yes, the dude. Chrome yeah, 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 one, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Black. I didn't get the Maggie wheels. Yeah, I got the Chrome. Yeah, the Dino VFR baby. That was a, yeah, yeah. I yeah, rode yeah. that thing. The wheels fell off. I I tuned it up. <laughs> I fucking cleaned the chain but for sure. Cruised around, did jumps. Yeah, dude. Got pegs on that bitch. Yeah, same, dude. dude rode my friends. <laughs> rode my girlfriend on the back. Yeah, I was balling, right? Dude, and the, all I had the, you, ma- the Maggie wheels were like the thick, like uh, yeah. And then my super rich friends would have like the Maggie, like yeah. the, like the the pro version, like the six hundred dollar one. Because I got like the two hundred twenty dollar one, you know. The, but the ones with like all the souped up shit, the pegs, like the good pegs. Yeah. And I just I just run all over people's yards, get flat tires. I knew how to change my tire and and, and, like, and like patch my own tires and really? shit. I dude, I was going crazy as bike as a kid. I just was constantly outside, constantly. Yeah, you are on stop. You do like. N- like to know how things work. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so that doesn't like, make I w- sense. I would tear down like my dad's old like shaver and use the motor and like turn that on with batteries and shit. And, and like I would, I would, I would chop top like um, old like Impala uh, plastic models and then, and then make them, do, make them jump up and down like fucking the no, OG you didn't. Oh, all day. With, like, with, you made low riders? I made low riders with, uh, with, with Impala models. And I used to use a glue gun to chop the, chop the plastic like a, off the like top. A, like a die cast model? No, no. Or like, it was plastic? Like there's models that, that you, you buy build from it. like yeah, CVS. Yeah, yeah. And you put it together. And put it together. Like a then, Lego set, but it's I'd a model. chop yeah, it up yeah. and I'd, I'd mod it. So, so once you touch the wire to the battery, it would pop up. Stop. Yeah, dude, it was dope. I, That's dope, This is my six-form Paula. And had my regulator's tape. I mixed Warren my, G? Um, yeah, so I used to listen to like Rage Against Machine. Yeah. Uh, Warren G. Yeah. And it was all on my uh, my Sanyo um, uh, C, like CD double disc player combo with the two speakers that were detached. And like, I used to bump it. And like, I always wanted one that went louder. And, and like, Bulls on Parade. Bump, Dude. And now just play Legos and just bump, bump Rage Against the Machine. And, yeah. And then... Um, uh, how... So how... We're similar in age. Are you a year younger? Were you born in 82? I'm, I'm 37. Are you 83? 83. Okay, so I was 81. So we're similar in age. Yeah. So I remember like when that Rage album came out, I was like... Mm. 13? Uh, well, yeah, I guess 12 or 13 because you must have been yeah. 10 or so. But I got cool music because my sister liked cool music and she was four years older than me and yeah. she always had the good tapes, like the yeah. Blind Melon or like the Counting Crows and like, you know, the Green Day Dookie on tape. I dude, still have those. Dude, me and Reno went to his uh, cabin um, up in the mountains and uh, he was like, what do you want to listen to? And I randomly was like, uh, play Green Day Dookie. Yes. And we can, listened to the whole thing, dude. You can listen. That, that is one of those albums you can go front to back. It was so good. What's another album that goes front to back? It's Sublime Sublime. Um, Nirvana, That's Nirvana, um, unplugged, Nirvana unplugged, mm-hmm. uh, Green Day Dookie. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of them that that are front to backers. We're talking yeah, yeah, like yeah. every single song is, is good. really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, my like the kind of music that like the punk rock shit that I listen to is kind of like you know semi obscure. So I don't know if I started. Like I I got into AFI in like in high school. Some like, of a those. Lot. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like uh, all that screaming. Art, Art of Drowning. Art of Drowning was so good. So good. I think I lost my virginity to that. Yeah, buddy. In the back of a um in the back of a uh <clears throat> of a VW Golf. Okay. Je- no, back back of a VW Jetta. That was your virginity like this when you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good podcast we all. <laughs> Talk about me lost yeah, virginity. Yeah, my, my- my, yeah. my story. Listen to, my, AF, listen to AFI. My story is pretty. No fun. clue what I'm doing, dude. It's a fun one. We'll save that for yeah. another podcast. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, do you guys Santa Santa Claus? I guess believe it or not, there's an origin, and that's the best thing we got. Like, if you can go older, I dare you. I like. I've yet to hear anything else. Um, Santa Claus definitely didn't come from Jesus or Christianity. You can rule that out because that's all about, you know, when you go to church, they don't talk about old St. Nick, they talk about old St. Hughes. There's, there's a, you know, a, a misconception that Santa is a- Is Jesus. Is a creation <laughs> of the Coca-Cola company. Oh, I saw that. As a marketing tactic. Yeah. That like, you know- I think just doing that for clicks. In the, you know, in the teens, in the, in the 1920s. Or like 1890s. How long has Coca-Cola been around? Like the late 1800s, I would bet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's real cocaine in it. Yeah. Unreal. Um, Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, so like Christmas, all this crazy Christmas traditions we have, like I love everybody has their own. If you're Jewish, you're Kwanzaa or whatever, you have their own. But like, I don't know about those origins. Like we can, the, the origin of Christianity right. is debatable. Right. Or the, so and so is the origin of Santa Claus, but this is by far the most compelling ed- evidence of the origin. The of Santa origin Claus. of Santa Claus, yeah, and how it spread to all different cultures from there. Yeah, it makes sense. I got. I don't. It does not make sense. And then I just, I just realized the best stocking stuck stocking stuffer gift you can give is a bag of mushrooms. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Depends on depends on who you're stuffing. Yeah, for for your girlfriend or your wife. Here. Yeah, here's an eighth. Yeah, here's an eighth. Imagine that, dude. Yeah. Imagine if it's like just you and your girl all by yourself on a nice cozy morning, and you make her make her high, high a nice hot cup of chalky, hot chalky. But it's mushroom, and and you made you put mushroom chocolate in there, dude. And all of a sudden, the rest of the day is just one. I've big, done it, dude. I've done that. Wow. So we like we. We and it was her idea. <clears throat> it, was, it was Valentine's really? Day, and um, she she gave us each a quarter, so two eighths each, which is like a lot, a lot. No, 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 no. That that that, that is a lot. Usually, you a split an eighth. And yeah, you're good. So, so we did four half eighths, right? So two eighths. We must each. have been. You must have been Santa Claus. Dude, you turned into Santa Claus laid, at that moment. Lay down on the on the carpet. We made like a little. Like laid out a, a present angel. Yeah, we like laid down. The ceiling opened up. Let me lay it down by the fire. And it, ex- like the ceiling opened up and exposed the universe. And I, you know, saw the meaning of life. And little Wayne was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a uh, trip. Yeah. Are you crazy? No, it was real shit. I'm just plain stupid. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, um, I hope. I hope you guys learned because this is not the I know everything dude podcast. This no. is the I don't know dude podcast. But teach your kids about it. Yeah. Don't ruin it for them, but educate. Like if you have a 16 year old in the house, maybe sit him down because I honestly, I'm a firm believer that 
Um, if you teach your kids about these types of drugs, they're not so curious about it and then do it irresponsibility, irresponsible. Like if you kind of, if you kind of just don't, if you learn them, if you let your kids learn about drugs and alcohol from their stupid 14 year old friends, yeah, they're going to blow it. Right. You know what I mean? hundred percent. But, but, but if you, I, I'm a firm believer. If you, if you lay down the law, like, Hey, John, educate them. Hey, Hey, Brecker, Declan, <laughs> um, if you want to have a sip of alcohol with your friends, let me know. Right. And I will help you through the process. I'll show you. I'll show you how to responsibly do it instead of go hiding in a tree. Right. And, and then barfing, and like barfing on a, all day, yeah, in a gutter somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and and, and it's like, dude, I and I don't want to be like an enabling parent, but like, no. if your if your kid's a cool kid, he's gonna get into his first forty by the time he's like fifteen. But that's that's regular life shit. It's, it's his life shit. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude. And then all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, like, instead of making it taboo and the forbidden fruit syndrome yes. sets in, highly agree. They're not gonna they're not gonna lie to you. Right, they're not going to go off to some random party, totally, and, and trying to come in behind your back, and and your relationship with their kids is going to become a lot stronger. Wow, dude, I'm dropping bombs here for everybody that made it this far in the podcast. That is fucking wisdom, right there. Yeah, just but like you know, I mean, obviously regulate it, but regulate it in a way to where the education is enough that they can do it behind your back responsibly. All right, pop quiz: yeah. What's ethnomology? It's a study of fungi. Yes, it is. Yeah. And there, and there we are. Yeah, we win. Not everybody's smarter for listening to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. Like, please like share, tell your friends. Like our we are in uh, let me see. I think we're in like twelve different countries right now. Are we? Yeah, let me take a look at this. We we're getting shared around the world. Can I guess? Um Do you have the list? I have the list. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you can take a guess. Okay. U.S., Canada, Mexico. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, England. United Kingdom. Is that one country? That's like three. United Kingdom is England, right? No. Well, you, the England is part of the United Kingdom. United yeah. Kingdom is England, <laughs> Scotland, Wales. Yeah. You're not going to guess the other ones. Really? They're pretty, far, they're pretty wild. Do, are they Spanish speaking? <laughs> No say. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Spanish for I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no fuera. I got to get I got to get set that job on here. Right. No. Let's sign off all. No, we got we got United States, Canada, Australia, United Australia. Kingdom, Russia, Croatia, Egypt, Saudi wow. Arabia, Poland, Oman, Mexico and Spain. That's a lot of hot chicks, dude. Dude, we're all we're, we're Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Mr. 305. Dale. Dale. <laughs> um, you guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, um, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Castbox, Chromecast, Pocketcast, Stitcher. We're on all of them, guys. I, I hooked it up fat on the back end. Can't not find us. Yeah. Um, at idonodude.com, Podcast on Instagram. Um, what's your Instagram, Miguel? Miguel Gerza. Super clever, Miguel Gerza. Miguel Gerza. Instagram. You can find me at Richard Pa Jr. Um, please share, subscribe, tell your friends. Just like, just, you know, help us out. It's, uh, it's been a good time. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy New Year. Love to all. Love and good night. Yep. Yeah.